are listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 274 for February 7th, 2020. This week, we talk about pooping myself on my birthday, the unhappiest times of our lives, veterinary shows, testicle taste buds being afraid of the dentist, and Star Trek Picard. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. I never thought I'd clap again. Oh, honey, you thought that two weeks ago was the last clap? I did. Oh, we should say we skipped last week. Well, we were going to, I don't know, figure something out. I was sick. But then we realized there were five Thursdays in January. And we usually shoot for four podcasts a right. month. We don't, so we don't we overcharge don't our patrons. You. Right, exactly. We're so nice. You get what you, know? you pay for, honey, and you pay for four. Okay. Yeah, you, you pay for four. You pay for four. That's one hour. I'll honey, I'll dance. Garbage fests. Honey, tell me when. I'll dance. Um, so I didn't have to find a new co-host this week because Joe survived the ricin poisoning that I tried on him this past week. The what poisoning? Ricin. Arson? Oh, ricin. Ricin. It's, it's like a, a really, it's like a, a horrible, like undetectable poison. It's made out <gasps> of like un- inorganic or um, something organic. Agatha Christie who? I didn't um, know I was interviewing Agatha Christie. Didn't she die? Honey, years ago. <laughs> who am I she thinking was, of? She would have been like 120, wouldn't she? Oh my God. Who am I thinking of? Um, I don't know. Mary Higgins Mar- Clark? Yes, Mary Higgins Clark died. Did she died. die recently? Yeah, oh. she died last week. Rest in peace. Well, Love her what, too. What probably happened is God was wanting to take you away from us, but he accidentally took away Mary Higgins Clark. So. <gasps> Only one celebrity can die each week, honey. Keep telling oh, that's that. not Kobe Bryant died too. Oh yeah, a lot of people died. Fuck. Anyway, I almost died. This podcast is about me. I'm mm-hmm. gonna tell you my story about how I pooped myself on my birthday. So uh, this is just like a like an Oprah sit down. Like, <laughs> tell us about your trauma. I decided trauma. to give my first interview to Sam Ravioli after my trauma. Thank you. Thank you. Exclusive um, interview here on the show. You know, okay, here's what happened. Well, okay, first of all, happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. I'm 32. And you don't look a day over 12. Thank you. That's Mm -hmm. what I was waiting for. That's why I paused. Exactly. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So it all started. (laughs) Back when I was a little boy. (laughs) The trauma started. (laughs) Now, I... uh, So my birthday was on the 22nd, 27th, Mm -hmm. January 27th. That's Mm -hmm. right. And so on the 26th, we were going to celebrate because that's that was a Sunday. We had the mm-hmm. whole thing planned. It was like an Amelie fucking spectacular. We were going to go to the Phillips Collection, which is it's a museum near us. They have the um, the Renoir painting from Amelie in there. Oh, and then we were going to go to this French cafe that I like. We oui, oui. And so we had this whole day planned and I was very excited on the 25th, though. My wedding band came in the mail. Oh, my God. I was very excited. And then we went to go see the kids, and everyone wanted Chipotle. Okay. That's where it started. That's where I said, I'm 99% sure that's where I got the food poisoning. You know how I feel about Chipotle. Well, We've discussed I, it. I, yeah. So you're not the biggest fan of Chipotle. I Hate feel them. Like Ch- Okay. Haven't yeah. eaten them in so long because there's just always something wrong with it. I feel like their food quality is poor. And like you know, every every month there's a new Chipotle food poisoning case in the news. I feel you know? like it's, it's always lettuce. Why is it always lettuce? Well, it's like, well, here's what I read. I was reading an article that talked about why Chipotle has. This is not. I'm not a food scientist or a regular scientist at all. Mm-hmm. But it was like they cook everything in house, where mm-hmm. like fast food, it all comes frozen. Yeah, it's all so like synthetic, kind of, frozen. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's kind of like. It's kind of like fast food speed and fast mm-hmm. food workers working with raw ingredients. Mm-hmm. And so they don't always get put the right temperature. I mean, these Things people are aren't contaminated. getting paid enough. Right. More right. margin for error. I was the only person who got the sofritas, which is that's like their their plant based or tofu, whatever. Right, 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 right. Vegetarian option. Mm-hmm. And I'm I got so fucking sick. So on the 26th, the day we were supposed to celebrate my birthday, I woke up. At like 4 a.m., I thought my I thought I was having a panic attack at first. I was sweating because mm-hmm. that's my what heart you're was used racing. to. Yeah, like Isn't I that you know, horrible. I like that's the first thing you go to. Yeah, my heart was like my heart rate resting was 120. Like I was like 
I started pooping, started throwing up, spent the whole day doing that. Was Finally, it go- I- so it was going out both ends. Both ends. At one that's point, that's how you know it's good. At one point, I was pooping. I had to get up to turn around and throw up, and that's the worst thing. Here, so the pro tip is then your to face have is a garbage can in your. You have a your face Honey, in a garbage can while you're on the pod. There was zero time. There was zero time. <laughs> no time to prepare. There was no time for this. Mm-hmm. So like it was bad. Like I yeah. wasn't able to eat or drink all day. So we went Can't to the hospital. Down. Yeah, we went to the hospital at like 10 p.m. that night. So I rang in my birthday in the waiting room. It took about three hours to get. It seems very on brand for you as of recent. I know. I'm That's just sad. I'm very fragile. I'm very delicate. You're just so gentle, you know. So um, they gave me anti-nausea. Like, I was like, you get these fluids in me ASAP. I'm here mm-hmm. for the IV. Like, Here's give my it. vein, bitch. Here's my vein. They're huge. I want mm-hmm. it. Uh, so they gave me fluids. They were like, um, you just need to rest here. We're going to do blood work, all this other stuff. So they were doing the tests. We were there until like 6 a.m., I think wow. they wanted me to like party hard. Overnight. I know. Um, about 5 a.m. I was like, Justin, I'm feeling a little bit better. You need to go home. Like, right. I, you've been sitting here. You go home. Relieve go check on duty. Piggy. Right. Piggy, we left Piggy with stuff. He wasn't mm-hmm. alone and bad. But I was like, right. you need to go check on Piggy. Make sure you guys go to bed. the cushion. Right. Um. So then Justin left. The nurse came in and was like, we want to make sure you can eat before you leave. I was like, I can do this. I haven't eaten in like two days. It was a turkey sandwich. Started nibbling on it. Uh-oh. Let my guard down. Okay. <gasps> I was feeling good from the meds. I let mm-hmm. my guard down. I thought, I have to toot. No Uh-oh. one else is in here. This is my chance. <laughs> Liquid diarrhea. <laughs> just Mount Vesuvius. Liquid. Yeah. And I was like, did I just shit myself? Checked. Oh, my God. Sure enough. I had pooped myself. On my birthday in the ER. So, okay, were you in your civilian clothing or were you in like a gown? I was in my pants and my underwear, but my shirt was off because they had an EKG hooked up. A heart right, to make sure that you're alive. Thing. Because my heart was so fast, like mm-hmm. they were concerned. Um, so it was my pants I pooped. I had on the gown on top, um, but no. And I was like, I sat there for a minute and I was like, this just happened and we yeah. have to deal with this. Yeah, it's right like, now. now it's like you have so much, so much else going on. And now <laughs> you have this on top of it. I texted Justin and I was like, you're going to have to turn around and bring me clothes like right now. Did you and text him like, I just shit myself? Yes. I was like, pooped myself everywhere. It's all tr- over this bed. It, it like that is the like that is true love. Like that is oh, absolutely yeah. like, Oh my God. At the end of the night, I asked if he still wanted to marry me. He said, yes, honey. Girl. Locked him. He must see something in you that no one else sees because, Uh, honey, I would have left you years ago. He's seen something out of me that no one else sees. That's for sure. Yikes. What, your soul leaving your body? I'm sitting there in my own shit. And I see the big, you know, the big red button on the wall that's like, emergency. I hit it, honey. (laughs) Honey. I slapped it. If there was any emergency, (laughs) this was it. I fucking hit that fucking button. I see the light go red outside. I wasn't in a room. There was just a curtain. Alarm bells are ringing. Nobody comes for 10 minutes. Nobody was coming, honey. She was alone. I was sitting in my shit for 10 fucking minutes. Yeah, you had a code brown and no one was was there. Nobody. And I also, I took my heart rate monitor. First of all, I couldn't get out of bed because I had like the heart rate monitor, the IV, which was attached attached to to the bed. It wasn't attached to like a rolly thing. Mm -hmm. And then the EKG stickies were all over my chest. So I couldn't get up. I was just had to sit in my own shit. Right. So after like 10 minutes, I took everything off except the IV. Mm -hmm. And I hear, you know, it starts buzzing at my nurse's station out there. It's like, hey, your patient's dying. Nobody comes. (laughs) Nobody comes. I wait a few more minutes. I peek out. I look for anybody and I'm like, I need someone in here right now. Right. Like you are like, like if, uh, Brenda down over there dying from a heart attack. Leave her, honey. Exactly. I myself. According right to everyone else, you're basically flatlined. They're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I can hear the monitor for me beeping out at my nurse's station that I'm dead. Like I can like, legit hear it. Yeah. And my life's like, going we, off. We'll, we'll let this one go. Okay, Susie, <laughs> we're letting this one go. It's too much. It's a, uh, uh, it's a, we, what do you do when you put down an animal that's like already in pain? You know, we're, 
it's putting a, it out of its misery. Right. Putting it out of its misery. Mm-hmm. So another nurse comes in and I'm like, I pooped myself. So she like changes the bed stuff. She puts down some potty pads, which is like the same thing Piggy uses. Mm-hmm. So you I have are to your child. <laughs> I have to sit on those for like 20 more minutes till Justin comes back. But just as I start changing, my nurse comes into the room and I'm like, I pooped myself. Where were you, by the way? Oh he had God. been on like lunch break, which is fine. He probably deserved it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, all right, well, we're going to. Uh, you know, get you out of here. You can leave, whatever. I was <laughs> you like, shit the bed, thank you. We're kicking you out. Yeah. So he was like, well, let's get your IV out first so you can change your clothes. And I'm like, fine. Mm-hmm. It smells in here. Get, get, get this over with. So <laughs> he does the IV. He takes it out and, you know, puts the bandage on it. But he doesn't have enough, like, sticky stuff on mm-hmm. it. And I have huge veins, like, right. popping. Honey, she's massive. It starts bleeding a little, and he's like, that's fine. It'll stop in a second. I'm like, whatever. Just please get out of this room so I can change my clothes. (laughs) So he leaves. Justin turns around, and I'm like wiping. He brought me some baby wipes. I'm like wiping the shit off my legs, off of everything. Oh, my God. The IV starts gushing blood. (gasps) The IV site. But I'm naked and covered in shit. So I can't just say, like, help me, please. (laughs) So I have to like, I hold my arm out and just let myself bleed (laughs) all over the floor, all down my arm. There's a puddle of blood on the floor. I'm wiping with my other hand, wiping the poop off, trying to put my underwear on, put my underwear on, finally clean. And I'm like, Justin, you've got to get someone in here right now because I'm about to bleed out of this fucking IV site. So then another nurse comes in She and she has to like mop up the blood, redo my IV site. And then I finally get dressed and go home. Oh, and then I went back on Wednesday because I was I thought I was dying again. See, anyway, this is, I I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it was the worst like a, birthday fucking ever. Well, I mean, I would assume who I'm assuming out of your 32 years, you haven't had a worse birthday than that. If you have, I I don't I can't even imagine it. I guess it just, some people like to be covered in poop for their birthday. Well, it's not okay. the way I yeah. thought I would be covered in poop for my birthday. Mm-hmm. But it was a way. It was a it was a birthday. It was a it was a, a day. It was um, a time. But I'm I yeah, I went home, then I ended up back in the ER like Wednesday or Thursday. And but this time uh, minus the shit. This time I didn't poop myself. I was but there you all did day. Think again. You were dying. They ran more tests. They think it was just a food poisoning, stomach or like viral or bacterial, they don't know. So, something that would pass. Something that would pass. It's I'm pretty sure it's passed at this point, but like it left my body wrecked. Like I'm mm-hmm. chugging probiotic drinks, you know. Right. You're trying. You're doing I'm whatever trying. you can. Yeah, but it sucked. It wiped me out. Girl, I the shit that you go through, I can't even imagine. Like you are if if there is a if like you are the human equivalent of a cockroach. In many Honey. senses, but mostly the fact that it could survive like a nuclear meltdown, like your entire like, I I don't know how you're still with us. My body but... just doesn't quit. <laughs> I just, body I'm won't 32, give up. 32, got a body that just won't quit. Just give up, Mimi, give up. <laughs> no, but like, I've never fainted. Mm-hmm. I always like, even when I'm on the verge of death, something just keeps me going. You it's know? probably like the hate for Republicans. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like the hate for Katy Perry. <laughs> I was going to say, but I didn't want to mention she who shall Oh my God. Named. I went to my muted. I went to go mute some more words and phrases on Twitter this week. I just imagine you have half the dictionary muted on Twitter. I'm assuming. I only, well, I only had three things. One of them was Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. And I, but then I wanted to add a whole bunch of like, political ones that i just don't right. want to see anymore so mm-hmm. but um i don't know where i was going with that i have katie perry muted <laughs> don't Katie talk, perry don't tweet to me about her it won't i won't even see it yeah thank god for muted words well i'm i'm very happy that you survived thank um, you both b- both times in the hospital one after another one after another um did i tell you about the time that i shit myself at a public pool in a public pool? Not in you a public might have, pool. But I'd love to hear it again. So I was, um, we have these like family vacations um, around this time of year. This was last year. Um, and it was, uh, we go to these hot, this, there's different hot springs in Montana. 
And uh, all of, like our entire extended family on my dad's side, we go to these, you know, hot springs. We celebrate my grandmother's birthday, whatever. So I was um, hanging out in the the hot pool. Um, it was too cold outside. There was like a, there was pools outside, pools inside. There were a bunch of people there because it was President's Day weekend. And um, so it was like super crowded, super hot, super, you know, lots of people. And so we were all hanging out in this crowded ass um, hot tub and it was like really hot and I was fine when I was in the hot tub and then we were getting ready to leave and I got out of the hot tub and I was like I am having heat stroke like I am dehydrated and I, like things are going downhill and so I was like I turned white my mom was like you need to go to the bathroom so I ran to the bathroom I'm about to throw up I'm in my like swim trunks um, that's all I'm wearing so I like run to the bathroom find a stall and I throw up so hard, I shit myself a little bit. <laughs> and I'm Was in it solid? My, it, no, no, honey. I haven't oh, had a solid shit in no. years. Oh, well, yeah. Um, you know, because my bowels sure. are you You're know, horrifying. Um, and so I threw up. I felt way better. But now I, you know, I have to clean up the, my little shit stain in my um, swim trunks. And if, of course, I'm like so embarrassed. So I'm like waddling back to my group. <laughs> Was it and in they the don't net? know. In the yeah, net. it was in the net. <laughs> oh, watery uh, shit in the net. And I, of course, I like, cleaned it as, as much as I could before I like got out of the bathroom. But I'm like, I'm afraid, like, I don't know if it's like running down my leg. Like, I don't know if I missed a spot. So I'm just like covering myself with a towel. And I just tell my mom, I was like, we need to go. <laughs> so we, I like waddle to the fucking elevator, checking my legs, hoping that I don't have like a line of shit running down it. I didn't. And my mom was like, why are we in such a hurry? Like, I'm glad you feel better. But like, what's the rush? And then I got back to the room and I told her and she was like laughing super hard. Um, But yeah, that was the last time I shit myself, which was like a year ago. And that wasn't fun. I mean, different different scenarios. But like, like you shit yourself because you were sick and it was coming well, out both on, ends. I on. just like threw up so hard that I pooped a little bit. Mm. Which well, I, see, feel like I pooped myself on Thanksgiving. Oh, I, remember yeah, that? Out of the two of us, you definitely poop yourself more often. Well, that was like the first time in a while. Right. You pooped but yourself I mean, in bed like semi-recently when you were sick. Well, I mean, that was like a couple years ago. Like the like was the last it? time. Oh, yeah. time flies on this show. Anyway. I know. Time flies when it's just us talking about dicks and shit the entire, you know, seven years we've been doing this podcast or whatever. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm glad that you I'm glad you have a man that just d- will bring you a new set of clothes when you shit yourself at the hospital. You know, if that isn't love, I don't know what is. So Yeah, it was a you good found time. A good one. I we still haven't got to really celebrate, which I didn't I didn't really want to celebrate my birthday anyway, but Right. You're not like a Justin big was like, let's do a day person. out of it. I was like, just buy me a chair. He bought me a chair. Mm-hmm. I got a new desk chair. Oh well, good. It. I'm glad that you have a new chair. Hashtag I wish I had a new things. rectum. Honey, you need a new body. That's what you need. <laughs> oh, my God. I literally, like, the second time I went to the hospital, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, I am dying. Oh, no. I was like, this is what it, like, my, if I throw up one more time, my body can't handle it, you know? Was it to that point where you, like, didn't have anything left, so you were just dry heaving? Yeah, it was, I, that I was is just the like, worst. I haven't, I didn't eat for, like, three or four days. Just because Finn is in, I couldn't keep anything down. I was trying to drink, you know, like Gatorade and shit. That sounds like food poisoning. It was so, it was, I think I've had food poisoning like once before, but this was like, this has wrecked me. Like, I'm going to be recovering. Like, my GI tract is going to be recovering for like months. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh God. I'm trying to drink a lot of, like, instead of coffee in the morning, I'm drinking kefir. Mm. Like, fucking, yeah. For probiotics. It's helping. Right, try to get something in there that'll help. Yeah. Girl. I've told you that like the past three or four times that I've gone to Disneyland, which is like such a white person thing to say. Like I've gone to Disneyland more than once. This is over the past like 10 years, but still, you know, privilege alert. I've never every, been. Ev- every time I've got food, like horrible food poisoning. Classic Disneyland. And it's, and it's like, it's a running joke in the family. Like the last time that I went to Disneyland, they were like, oh, is Sam going to get food poisoning? And then the second to last day, I got food poisoning and I was just like hugging the toilet for the entire last time. What do trip. you eat there? Churros? I don't know. I think I'm, I must, I, don't, I must have horrible luck or there's something that I'm allergic to that I keep eating in Disneyland. Only Disneyland. 
Because like the last time that I got food poisoning was at Disneyland like two years ago. I haven't got food poisoning here. Maybe I'm just allergic to Disneyland. I'm allergic to fun. So that's fun. Disneyland's not my idea of fun. I've never been. Crowds, I don't want to go. I don't want to. I don't like rides. I don't Mm -hmm. like expensive things. Uh, Mm. That's everything there. I don't Literally. like people in costumes. I don't like right. That's scary in itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I hope Speaking, that you recover oh. over the past week or over the next week or so, and you can like actually, you know, go to the museum and like do some of those things you were thinking of doing. Yeah. Hopefully so. Because we'll like see. you just, I mean, I hate you with all of my heart, but you, sure. I feel like you do deserve to have a birthday that isn't you in the hospital shitting yourself. Sure. I think that's a bit unfair. You know, it was. Yeah, I'm fine with it, though. <laughs> I'm OK. I'll give it up. It's fine. January's boring anyway. Um, but yeah, something's got to make, you know, make speaking the news. of the unhappiest time of our lives. Oh, yeah. I found this article on sciencefocus.com. And I love science. It, it loves science, honey. Absolutely love science. It's the home of BBC Science Focus magazine. I didn't know BBC had a science focus magazine. I didn't either. Um, late 40s. Is this the most miserable time of our lives? The answer honey. is yes. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so they did this study. Dr. David mm. Bl- Blanchflower, a professor of economics at Dartmouth College of New Hampshire, uh, compared 109 data files of happiness statistics from all over the world, uh, plotting relationships between well-being and age for hundreds of thousands of people. Wow, so this uh, is a big study. So what they found is that for developing countries, happiness was lowest at 48.2 years old, and in developed countries, it was 47.2. So there really is no difference, really. No, that was is yeah. I wouldn't assume that's like a like year. one year a- yeah. age difference in the least happy um but they were talking about well-being being a u-shaped with age so you just get unhappier and unhappier and you hit it and then you get a little bit happier than you die Mm. are you getting happier because so like after like 47 48 when you're on the up up turn and you're starting to get happier are you just getting happier because you're like i'm closer and closer to death or is there something that you find after those years that you actually start looking forward to that isn't like the inevitability of the end they have some hypotheses. So oh, they okay. say uh, around your 40s and early 50s, it's a time when many people have less autonomy, less financial security, uh, as opposed to when you're younger, you're not tied down with responsibilities. There's more possibilities uh, in midlife. You have mortgages. A lot of people have kids. Kids are expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, your body's starting to fall apart. You get aches. You get pains. There's less novelty. You were mm-hmm. looking to forward to doing so many things. They either happened or they're not going to happen. And you're realizing that. I love regret. I love, honey, regret. <laughs> love it. Um, then it says when you're older, your autonomy usually increases. Your children are grown. You've got less responsibility. You retire. You've got control again. You mm-hmm. make peace with ch- things that you can't do. Um, mm. And it's... Uh, Burnett says the benefit of being older, you've built up life experience. It helps you deal with the negative shit. So you're like, hey, I've got a lot of years of lenses to look at this through. Um, You can uh, cultivate friendships, hobbies, etc. So it's like you hit your midlife crisis and then it gets better. Yeah, allegedly, I would say. Yeah, interesting. Um, But of course, they say this is not the same for everybody. Obviously, right, 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 right. A trend. Mm-hmm. That's been trend noticed. alert. Trend alert. You're going to be super <laughs> unhappy around 50. Oh, uh, uh, can't wait for the next, you know, 20, 30 years of my life. Just slowly getting worse and worse and worse. I would say mine has already been up. Like, well, yeah, because like you had a bad depression spell in your like late 20s, you know, yeah. so it's like it's way better than that. You know, you you have you know some perspective right now to your past. Right. My curve would be like down, down, down down and then <laughs> and then Below like the ground and then like 18 to 22 would be like a little bit of a spike I had a lot of fun and then mm-hmm. from 22 to 30 would be like down steep you know like drop off <laughs> steep a cliff decline deep <laughs> and then like around like 28 things start going upwards again well hopefully it just keeps going up for you because if anyone deserves it honey it's you 
I don't know. Does anyone deserve happiness? Any, wow. You want to get philosophical? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, wait, what's no. your curve? I don't know. I uh, like. Uh -oh. I, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I'm 26. Right. I feel like that. I I haven't had like I had like a bad. I feel like I was I it was pretty stagnant. I was like kind of up and down, up and down. And then when I was like 20, 20 to like 24, it went went down. And then like 25, 26, it went back up because I like st stopped hating myself as much. But like, I don't know. I haven't I, I don't think it's I just don't feel like I've lived long enough to like have a decent like outlook. I don't know. Maybe my life just isn't very interesting. Like comparatively to yours, yours is like up and down, up and down, like spikes, like a fucking stock market chart. And I feel like mine's just kind of stagnant with like little ups and downs. But see, that probably means I have emotional problems. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the difference here is that I'm in therapy and you're not. So maybe that has something to do oh, with it. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mine has been yeah. either I want to I want to die or like, <laughs> oh my God, I never want to die. There's no like, there's eh, no in between. I could die. It's either a one or a zero. Right. It's unhealthy. Obviously. Honey, let me let me talk about therapy. Is a thing and an option that is nice. <laughs> let <laughs> me tell you require, about making an appointment that requires effort. Listen, we're about to get married. I'm gonna have to switch insurances. You know what country we live in, thing. honey? Yeah, it's gonna be a thing. So, and obviously that's just another excuse. That's just it's another excuse list. to put into the, I am going to the dentist next week. <gasps> I didn't go oh. to the dentist for like two and a half years because I had a really bad homophobic experience at the dentist in Arkansas that turned me off I to think, dentists. I think you've talked about this before. I, I, I don't know if I've, well, it's got some, you know, my medical stuff. It's got some right. of that interlaced with it that I don't think I've talked about in the podcast, but- right. It was it was a it was a scarring experience, mm -hmm. I would say. And it just like shut me down. Right. It like, was like, I'm never doing this dentist. again. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I found like a really nice dentist. Oh, my God. He's single. No. Ooh. <laughs> I don't know if he's single. We enough. love a thruple. <laughs> I don't know if he's single. Um. Yeah. So I'm going to the dentist on Valentine's Day. How romantic. Oh, my God. Uh well, I just know I, I'm going to have like 20 cavities, though. Well, okay. That's the reason why I haven't had a dentist appointment. I haven't had... Oh, God. I'm worse than you. I haven't had a dentist appointment. And neither my sister nor I, I'm trying to do the math, Have ha I haven't had a dentist appointment since I was 20. And I am 26. Oh, and that's honey. bad. Mine's that's probably bad. been more like three or four years. But it's really? not been six. Well, the thing is, is like, I feel like that you're... Um, I feel like there's definitely links to this where a lot of people like there are people out there who like brush fucking three times a day and they have the best oral hygiene and they get cavities constantly. It's like a genetic thing. I oh, have yeah. good genes. I have really good genes in the sense where like I've I only have had a couple cavities when I was really, really young. So they were cavities in baby teeth that eventually fell out. Um, so I got like, you know, it was like a scolding, like, oh, well, don't get cavities again. And then, you know, my permanent teeth grew and I didn't have cavities in the teeth anymore. But like, I know I have a couple cavities in like my molars. Like they're, they're, you can they're things feel that them. I can feel them. Yeah. And they're like, they're, they're, they're things that have been, have slowly like little holes that have degraded over the past six years. They're like, if I just got a little bit of a filling, it would have been totally fine. But like. I need to go in to get those filled so it doesn't turn into a fucking like root canal situation. But I've nothing's had... worse than like knowing you have a cavity yeah. but being too much of a piece of shit to go and make a fucking dentist appointment. Mine is my situation is like I'm predisposed to like like both of my parents brush exactly like you said brush three times mm -hmm. a day floss still have dental problems like it's just God, yeah. And then one time I went to the dentist and they were like. You salivate so much, and your saliva is so acidic. And I was like, <gasps> like my my body pH test on your fucking saliva. Like, I don't what? fucking How do they know. know. My body just like wants to dissolve my teeth <laughs> out of my mouth. Okay, like my body Honey. knows I was born in Arkansas. It knows I'm not supposed to have any teeth. Like mm -hmm. it is like 
It's trying. It is actively trying to destroy my my god. Uh, So I just know. I know there's one little spot at least that they're gonna. Oh, honey. So I I was like, I got to do this while I'm on Medicaid. Right, right. And that's the thing is like, honey, I am so like, I'm so thankful that Montana has Medicaid expansion because I would be so fucked up if I didn't have the opportunity to be on Medicaid, actually have like proper fucking health care. But I feel like that a lot of I don't have the same feelings about doctors as I do dentists for some reason. I and I don't know if it's just me or if it's like this is a common thing. Like I, I haven't gone to the dentist out of shame. I haven't gone to the dentist because I'm like I know there I know there's a cavity there. I know they're gonna like tell me I have cavities and I'm gonna have to get fillings and I'm just like ashamed of that. Meanwhile, I'm like if I haven't gone to like the doctor in a couple years or something, like I don't feel bad going to the doctor and they'd be like, oh, you haven't seen us in a while. Like I I have way less shame. I get it. Like, really? Yeah, I would rather like something about dentists and dentistry is very like I don't know. It's it's very. Feel, it's, I feel like it's very judgmental. You feel like you've done something wrong. Like I would rather right. like you know go to the doctor and be like, oh, I've got a GI Joe up my asshole. Then right, exactly. you know like who gives a shit? But going yeah, to the I, dentist I, and then being like, make sure you're flossing. I'm like, right. I want to die. I want to crawl right. in a hole of embarrassment and die in that hole. Yeah, I don't know what it is about the dentist that just like it's I feel like there's a lot more shame attached to when I'm going to the dentist versus when I'm going to like a general practitioner. And I don't know exactly where that is, and like where to pin that down. But I've always felt that. And that's the main reason why that I haven't gone to the dentist in so long is because I'm like, oh, like when it was when I haven't gone to the dentist for like two years, I was like, oh, it's been too long. Like they're going to be like, oh, why haven't you gone? Yes. There's so much shit's wrong with you. So it's, it's like scary. I'm at like. I'm at like the the um the place of no return where I was like it's too bad now I'm like catastrophizing like well it's, you know, I haven't I haven't gone to the dentist in six years I might as well never go again because I don't want to deal with them oh like you know God. giving me shit which is the worst mentality to have like obviously it's going to be fine you need to take care of your teeth especially if you have some sort of insurance like I should be taking advantage of the fact that like I'm on Medicaid and I can actually have you know dental cleanings but I'm a piece of shit so. Anyways, um, hashtag not, you know, dealing with your adult responsibilities. But girl, let me know what happens on your your Valentine's Day date with a hot dentist. Ooh. I'm okay. I'm I've got a ring. (laughs) I'm fine. I'm going to wear it to the dentist. They're going to melt down that ring and put it in your teeth. They're going to have to to form a new (laughs) fucking I'm going to have a rose gold fucking molar back there. Oh, my God. God. Just like the new iPhone or whatever. Oh, my God. No, but I know that even when I switch, like, it's not a... I know that I'm going to have good insurance on Justin's, too, so I need to keep going. And if we get married and then I still have to do something at the dentist, then it's going to be fine. Right, exactly. But seriously, it's crazy. Like, for a lot of people, it's crazy expensive. You can't afford it. It's not included on a lot of insurance plans, you know? Yeah, and I I think it's just because, like, people, like... I feel like dentistry is more classified as cosmetic, which it isn't because like you have fucked up teeth like it you're it like fucks up your entire life, like eating. And I don't know. You can like, like die. Different... Yeah. If, like, you, if get, you get, like, get infected and it like goes yeah. into your brain. I don't I'm not right. a dentist. I'm also not a dentist. Anyways, take care of your teeth. Do as as we say, not as we do, because take both care of your teeth. Drink fluoride water. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Fluorinated water. Anywho. Unless you're an anti-vax mom. It's um, not controlling your brain. Um, gotta train your brain. Uh, Anyways. Uh, we have time for one more? I've got a, I've got one. Uh, okay, sure. Did you see all the people who were dipping their testicles in soy sauce a couple weeks ago? Uh, Did yes. you? Yes. And I, I didn't do it. Well, no, because it's not real. I, well, did I think about it? Slightly. I can already tell you your testicles don't have taste buds because the things that have been on my testicles honey icy hot toothpaste i don't know i mean just keep it i just first of all I, I, don't do any of the hurts yeah hurts. don't don't like, do you anything feel like you need ever. to go to the er um why were people thinking this okay so i've got this on sciencealert.com i'm on all these science websites right now alert alert uh, science so if y'all don't know it's particularly on tiktok people were dipping their testicles in 
soy sauce and then claiming they could taste it. They couldn't. Okay. Okay. Is that is that allowed on TikTok? Like, well, they, they don't showing showing their balls? It. No, it was like a it was like a chest up, and some guy was sitting in his car, and he was like, "I'm gonna rub my." my balls and the soy sauce and so we did we need it. an executive order to delete tiktok from the internet oh i Honestly, hate it i'm i'm sorry i maybe i'm too old no china's I, getting all the data someone's I always can't getting get, everyone's i just data. don't understand tiktok i feel like i'm in my rocking chair old man yelling at, at clouds i agree i don't get it bikes anyway, around continue. now too vine too happened oh yeah that's right uh anyway uh they think that Perhaps this started as like a game of telephone, you know, mm. like when you tell someone to someone and then it gets distorted. And then it turns into put soy sauce on your balls. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Um, there was an article in like 2003 that talked about uh, testes taste genes or something like that. Uh, okay. So here is the tea about it. So mm-hmm. testicles don't have taste buds. Uh, I think they have te- taste receptors. Which is like okay. just something in your body that's like, hey, this is sodium. Mm, and gotcha. so they're not sure like what they could actually be used for. They might just be like leftover evolutionary things. They might be like, hey, your body is just trying to detect infections because uh, it says right. bacteria have sweet structural compounds, secrete bitter and sour things as waste. Because mm-hmm. um, you also have these in like your heart. You have them in right. like your placenta. You have them. Mm. No, we don't. But in like your cilia, the little things mm-hmm. that line your lungs or whatever. So you're you can't. They exist things. elsewhere. They think that what people might be experiencing is they are dipping their balls in soy sauce and smelling the soy sauce. And so they're <laughs> like, because, you know, you. Right. You, you taste and taste smell, and smell are, are linked. linked. Mm-hmm. So they think people are like, oh, it's, I can taste it because I'm smelling it. But you can't. I- I feel like anyone who dips their balls in a bowl of soy sauce should be executed. Yeah. Are we in agreement on that? Are we in agreement? Pop off, sis. Honey, travel okay. bands. Yep. Honey. I, that's that They're on next that. on the if, list. If, if you put soy sauce on your balls, you don't deserve to live. Um, it says, yeah, like I said, they're not taste buds. They don't act- activate the gustatory cortex in the brain. I love a goose. Their rogue taste receptors don't appear to function at all. Honey, that's evolution. Honey, I just like, now I'm just curious, like, okay, if you put salt on your balls, do they shrink? Like, you know how, like, you're... They're not, for, it's for not people... a slug, honey. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm just imagining, I'm just Does imagining someone shrink? pouring a bunch of, I'm imagining someone pouring salt on, like, a ball sack <laughs> and then it, like, shriveling up and dying. Honey. Well, you know, so, so testicles are very um, temperature sensitive. And so, like, they can they can retract, they can, you know, go down, they can go up. So I'm curious if, like, if if it if it if, if it detects sodium, for instance, if something if it has any sort of reaction. I don't think so. I think okay. it, for one, I think they're inside your body. Mm, oh, okay. I don't know. Well, oh, I don't okay. know. I'm not a scientist. I don't think they're you know, you just have these taste receptors hanging out. On the outside of your balls. Yeah, Dr. Borgsong, professor in I don't know. testicular octomy. I don't know. Um, don't, I, just don't put soy sauce in your no. balls. No, that's I wasting. Just, yeah, soy sauce that's is good on like you know, fish or you're rice. Dip them in someone's mouth right afterward. I'm sure someone's honey. done it, honey. Dip them in a little soy sauce mm-hmm. for your tea bag. Love that. What anyway, flavor I, would you want? What, my balls to be? Or my balls well, to someone, taste. No, someone else's balls that are being put in your mouth. Mm, I don't know. There's so many good tastes out there. Why? Do you have yeah. something specific that, <laughs> that you are thinking of? No, I don't really. Eh, balls. Yeah, take them or leave them. I'm, I don't know. They're not my first, like, go-to. Right. I feel like, wait, what if, what if you, what if, what if, what sure. if. Pop off. You get teabagged and they weren't dipped in soy sauce, but they taste like soy sauce. I mean, they're kind of salty anyway. True. Just from like sweat. I feel like we've lost mm. every listener. That's fine. Did we ever have any? No. You can't lose them if you don't have them. Honey, and that's the truth. Anyway, um, let's move on. I don't I don't want to talk about this anymore. Okay, sure. sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been two weeks. <laughs> have you had any cheese? I'm assuming not since you haven't been able to eat. It's cheese of the week. Uh, Zofran. Kefir. 
Is that how Fran? Is that <laughs> Honey, Fran let me tell to? you. Let me get on my soapbox and tell you that Zofran, which is um, an anti-nausea medication, it's prescription only here in the U.S. Zofran is the best thing ever made in the entire world. It's pretty good, but did you know it can Uh-oh. like re- react with your Lexapro? Oh, I mean, feel like a lot of things oh react God. with your antidepressants. Did something happen? Did, did you, did you no, notice something? No, let me tell you a little story. I got Uh-oh. Zofran, so I got a prescription of it to take it home as well. And I also got Bentil, Bentil, B-E-N-T-Y-L, which is a like an anti-cramping, they mm-hmm. told me. Uh, well, I got the Zofran, and they had already administered it to me at the ER. And mm-hmm. then, like, hours later, she, the doctor comes in, and she was like, so, just so you know, though, like, it can react with your antidepressant. It can, like, make your heart go crazy. But I Ooh. gave it to you while you were here because I knew I could monitor you. And I was like, why didn't you tell me this? But, right. yeah, it didn't seem to do that to me. I had, she only gave me, like, four to take home. I wish she had given me, like, 20. But Well, yeah, that's the thing. So, I, I had a stash of Zofran from my grandfather who was dying of cancer. He died. Spoiler alert. But so he during, yeah. his, during his palliative care, they like give you morphine and shit. Obviously, they didn't leave any extra morphine in the house, but he got Zofran prescribed to him because like he's dying. He's nauseous, whatever. And so when he died, like we had uh, this is probably illegal. There was a, a lot of this extra Zofran that was prescribed to him that he allegedly allegedly that he can't take anymore. And so my mom divvied it up between like my sister and I and her because it's like great anti-nausea medication. Um, and so I have like one Zofran, like that I'm waiting that I have in my medicine cabinet for like emergency situations, like when you have food poisoning and you like have to get on a plane or something because it like disconnects it like chemically disconnects the like nausea receptors. It's like amazing. It's crazy. Anyway, that's my cheese of the week. It's Zofran. Zofran. <laughs> Zofran. Did you have an actual cheese this week? No, I have okay. not. Kefir is the only dairy I've I had. I've never had kefir before. I used to drink it. Just is that like, how it's pronounced? I don't know. So there are two different pronunciations. Mm-hmm. I say kefir. Mm-hmm. I don't know which one's right, but it, when you Google it, it's like, you can say it this way or this way. So I picked one. It kind of feels like you're drinking Pepto-Bismol. Not the taste or anything, but just like the thickness of it. And mm-hmm. it's cool because it's in the fridge. So, like, when you would drink it, it just, like, soothes. Hmm. Interesting. It just, like, feels so good. But then it's also, like, packed full of probiotics and stuff. Right. Anyway. It scares me because it's... Don't drink um, the whole thing because you'll poop everywhere, I guess. I, I mean, is this from experience that you're speaking No, from? I've read, though, like, how much okay. you're supposed to really drink because, you know, you're going to, I'm gonna, curious like, what this would do to it. my inside since I'm lactose intolerant in a sense. And this is lactose. I don't know. Does this, I don't know how much lactose is in it. Like, I don't it know what happens to the milk that. I'm not a scientist. Oh, God. If anyone has ever picked up anything from this podcast, it should be that we're not scientists. Mm-hmm. Don't believe us ever. Anyway. <sighs> anyway. Cheese of the week. Okay. Did well, you eat cheese this week? No. I, I don't think I, mm, I had some Parmesan about it. I had some Swiss cheese on a turkey sandwich. My life is so interesting. Good. Um. My cheese of the week actually is something I'm not proud of, but I am going to admit it on the podcast. Um, I know that you are um, done with all music. It's over. Um, Oh, I hate music. Yeah. Music is done for you. All the joy is gone. For some reason, I don't know what it is, but someone sent me the goddamn music video for the new Luna song. And like, I know. I know it's not bad. I'm not standing Luna. I'll, I'll stands are toxic. Get out of here. But I will say that I don't hate it. So I'm here to admit I'm like an Alcoholics Anonymous. My name is Sam. I don't I find the new Luna EP isn't bad. That's what I've admitted. Um, I listened to my first ever Billie Eilish song. Oh, yeah. I didn't like it. I feel like we're just two old people talking about. <laughs> we are. Thing. I was like, <laughs> I don't get this. Like, first of all, what is people, this? People were aware. It just what gets me, though. And I'm sure that the generation above us experienced this as well. Mm-hmm. When someone starts wearing the clothes that like you grew up with other people wearing, right. it's like they're imitating it in a shitty way. almost. Mm. And that's what I felt like with the style of everything. I was like, this is what kids were wearing like in the 90s. Like, mm-hmm. this just looks. 
This looks like an imitation of that. I don't know. I wish I, I couldn't get on board with it. Old man yelling at Cloud. It, it literally, it was. <laughs> but well, I'm not going to go into some of my, I have thoughts about some of the songs. I won't go into them. Okay. But, well, yes. thank you for sparing us. Appreciate oh, you're it. welcome. Oh, you're welcome. So if Billie Eilish isn't your favorite thing this week, are you ready for favorite things? Oh, sure. These are a few of our favorite things. So if it's not Billie Eilish, then what is it? Oh, my God. While I was sick, I discovered vet shows on Disney Plus Nat Geo. If you're going to say Dr. K's exotic animal (gasps) ER, I'm going to murder you. Honey, first of all, I got hooked because of Dr. T, Lone Star Vet. Oh, my God. She's on Dr. She got her. She started on Dr. On K. Dr. K. Girl, as like an intern this was my fresh out of med thing school. Like two years ago. Honey, this is I, I don't even remember you. Okay? <laughs> this is me. It's all about me. I'm Over. just so excited that you are on this train because I have been get, I got my mom into this. I got my sister into this. I got a couple hookups into this. Um, <laughs> like I, oh, honey. I, I tell I'm assuming people, they don't come back. Oh, no, honey, it's over. (laughs) But I have been like this. I it's an obsession. Every time there's a new episode, I always watch it. And it's I love these shows. I love these vet shows. So please go off, sis. Pop off. I remember this. I remember you talking about him, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, I just I started watching Dr. T's. Lone mm-hmm. Star. And then I was like, okay, well, that was fun, but there was only one fucking season. Like, it, exactly. it's, a, it's a new show. So I was right. researching and I was like, oh, she got her start on Dr. K's Exotic Animal ER. And there's like six or seven seasons or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in the middle of season two. Um, I've just been watching nonstop. Like, right. every it's, chance it's I get. It's so easy to watch. While I'm getting ready, I have it on. Just like I want to get all my work done so I can turn it on and watch mm-hmm. them. I love watching the surgeries. Right. Like same. It's, it's so interesting that they like actually show it. But it's right. always really some of the pets make me sad. Right, and they talk about not everyone that makes it. Well, no, I'm like the uh, like the when they have primates. Right. And they do talk I'm about like, it. You're right. They're like, yeah, you know, we Dr. don't think K it's, will be like, yeah, yeah. She'll be like, we don't. You know, I have to wonder why this animal's in captivity and, you know. Like, we don't advocate for these. Like, we advocate for these animals, like, health and safety, but we don't advocate, like, owning these as pets. Right. But since they're here and in our care, we're going to take care of them. Right. I feel like it's the right approach, you know. Yeah. But I love it. And Oh, my God. um, I'm so happy for you. It's so much fun. Ugh. Yeah, see, because the thing was... Like, I don't have Disney Plus, but, like, before Disney Plus was a thing, it was just, like, on the National Geographic website. Like, you just log in with your cable info. Oh, okay, And so that's yeah. how I watched it a long time ago. And now I acquire it by other means because I don't have Disney Plus because I'm not a rich bitch. Although, Honey. I, f- I feel like if I had Disney Plus, I'd probably really enjoy it. I ain't a rich money. bitch. <laughs> Honey. You're living the high a, life. I'm living the high life. Mm-hmm. 600 square feet, honey. Oh, my God. Anyway, uh, girl, Dr. K's Exotic Animal ER and Dr. T Lone Star Vet are both on Disney Plus um, and they air on National Geographic Channel if you have that. Um, I want to watch uh, the Yukon one. I've watched some of those. Dr. Yukon. So another one that I've been watching is, oh, I think it's called Amanda to the Rescue. Hold on. Amanda to the Rescue. Who the fuck is Amanda? Um, Amanda, please. Um, should we do we do wah wah? My name is Amanda. Do you remember that? Amanda Bynes? No, no, no. That was from um God. It was that like weird it was like a it was like a weird cartoon and all they all had like black and white faces. Amanda to the Okay, that sounds problematic. Amanda to the rescue. Anyway, Amanda to the rescue is on Animal Planet, and essentially so she lives near Portland, Oregon, which is where my sister lives, and she like rescues and um, takes care of uh, only dogs. Only they're all dogs with like medical or special needs. And so she does like rehab and like saves these dogs that are like going to be euthanized who like because they, they're like back legs don't work. And you see her like rehab them and then like find good homes for them. And it's so heartwarming. And so that's what I've been into. Oh, um, what's it on? It's on Animal Planet, I think. Oh, um. So not Disney Plus, but if you have a cable login, you should be able to go to Animal we Planet. Have YouTube TV. I'll it's see probably we have on Animal YouTube Planet. TV. I'll see if I can record it. 
Um, that sounds anyway, lovely. The thing about like vet shows and animal shows is like I really enjoy them because there isn't. It's like reality TV minus the trash because it's like feel good. Um, because like things are like happening and people are getting saved, but it's a thing where like there isn't a large plot line. So you can just jump right. in at any moment. It's and episodic. so it's like really easy to watch. Turn on any episode, you get a you'll get something, you know. Mm-hmm. I I've like openly cried though. Oh like my god, honey, she's emotional. When they fucking don't make it, I'm like It sucks. Done. Oh my god. I woke up. This is semi unrelated, but okay. it's about crying. Mm-hmm. When I got home from the ER on my birthday. Slept for like, slept until like noon, got home at like 6.30 or 7, slept until noon, woke up, watched the Demi Lovato Grammy performance, full out crying alone on the couch. That was a good Grammy performance. It's the only thing I saw of the Grammys. I think it was for me too. I love Demi Lovato. Mm -hmm. Love her. Um, So that just has to do with crying. Well, nothing, I mean, a good cry is nice, you know? It's nice. It's nice that you can feel it's nice uh, to know you can feel. It's nice to know that emotions are a thing and that you aren't completely yeah. dead inside. Well, anyway, good favorite thing, because like, girl, so good. Ugh, What's I'm your with favorite? You 100%. Um, my favorite thing this week is Star Trek Picard, because oh I've been God, really enjoying yes. it. Um, I know that you, because look, we haven't really had a chance to talk about it because it's been a couple weeks. I know that you went to like a viewing party for the first episode at a friend's house. Is that what was supposed to happen? Yeah, we went over and we all watched the first episode together, but I haven't seen past the first one. But gotcha. I liked it. Um, yeah, so I I was, like my dad is a very big Next Generation fan. I watched a lot of Next Generation with him um, when I was growing up because he, you know, that was like his show. And so very familiar with Jean-Luc Picard, very, very familiar with the whole like, you know, Star Trek, the TNG universe the whole sort of thing. thing, the whole the whole rigmarole. And so, yeah, and I I've been a, a really big fan of Star Trek Discovery. And so I've been kind of on like the new like Star Trek reboot sort of train bandwagon. So I was excited for Star Trek to Picard to come out. It's really, really nice to see Patrick Stewart in um, the Jean-Luc Picard role again. The only thing is that I'm like used to watching Star Trek Discovery, which is in its third season. And so like all the characters are already developed in Star Trek Discovery. Like we've already gone past that first season phase of like character development and like introducing the characters and what they feel and their motives and whatever. And so my only complaint, which isn't really a valid complaint for Picard is like we're three episodes into our first season and it's just kind of slow because we're like still getting our character introductions uh, introductions we're still like establishing the plot and stuff and i'm like used to like go 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 like everything's already established like in discovery because we're on the third season and so i'm just like every time i watch an episode of picard i'm like wanting more i'm like oh come on like i want more action that we're just like still kind of establishing the world right now because we're only three episodes in but i'm loving the the plot so far i'm loving kind of the effects and the atmosphere um i got my dad into watching it he's really liking it too and he's like you know an og tng fan and he's like really enjoying it um so yeah it's it's something i'm gonna keep current on um i know that you watch like the first couple episodes of of discovery and then you you didn't watch any more do you think that you'll catch up with Picard do you think that you'll you'll continue watching it or is it just going to be like on the back burner list of things you're going to watch eventually before you die no I think we'll continue watching Picard Picard feels more Star Trek to me than Discovery did I didn't love the first yeah I know if I had got into Discovery more they're completely different vibes yeah um whereas Picard is kind of like sitting down with an old friend Right. It's more familiar. You know, you're going to be introduced to like old like members of TNG. Like, you know, like I can't wait until I get to see the episode with Jerry Ryan. Right. Seven of Nine was my favorite. I'm so ready for Seven of Nine. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I wish they would release all of the episodes like Netflix does. Just like we're so used to binge watching. Yeah, I don't have I I don't like it. I never thought it would be weird to me, but it is weird to me when a new episode of something comes out every week. Right. I it's don't like have so time for it now because it's not what we're yeah. used to. Just like, let me not have to anticipate this. Let me mm-hmm. just be like, oh, okay, tonight I feel like watching this and I'm going to watch it. I don't feel like I have pressured to watch something to avoid spoilers. You know right. what I mean? Right, right, right. I don't know. So we need to get CBS all. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. To watch Honey. It. We may just go over to our friends every week and watch it. Uh, friends? Honey. What's that? Look it up, honey. 
It's a word. <laughs> they're Justin's friends. They're not mine. Oh, okay. So friends Honey. by association. Friends by, they're like my adopted friends. Mm-hmm. They're like forced upon you because yeah. you're Justin's friends. Like, you got to deal lovely. with me too now. I'm attached. I like them because they like everything I bake. Well, that's good. Someone's got to eat them, you know? I don't have anyone else to bake for. I want to start a book club, but like Honey. a wine one. Oh, you're such an old woman. Like, hey, if anyone's in D.C. <laughs> listening to this and you want to start like a book club where we meet once a month and discussing the book is optional, let me know. <laughs> just like Joe we just go downtown, friends. have a glass of white wine. I need to get out of the house, honey. Okay. Honey, someone get Joe out of the house, please. <laughs> honey. <laughs> have you a question about baking? Have you baked any like things that are specifically for Piggy? Oh, yeah. On his birthday, I usually make um, there's a cake. Made with like applesauce and peanut butter, mm. flour, of course. Um, so I've done that. And I've tried to bake him his own treats, but I just, that's too much work. So I just right. buy organic shit. Ugh, not worth it. But there's a lot of just like straight up dog recipe sites. Yeah. It's I've weird. Never really, I know that those exist, but I never really like had the chance to dive in because I don't have a dog. I don't care. Sure. Um, and also like if I'm baking something, I want to eat it. I like, know. Well, selfish. you can a lot of a lot of times if you bake something for your dog, you can eat it. But like, is it going to be good? It's OK. The thing with the I tried his cakes. I make him little cupcakes and cakes. I assume they're probably um, pretty bland. Yeah, because you don't yeah. add sugar. You mm-hmm. put like un uh, unsweetened applesauce. You use right, organic right, right. peanut butter that doesn't have any sugar added. So it's good flavors, but it's just it's just that it's not right. 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 Anything else. Yeah. 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 How many Anyways, episodes speak- of Picard have been out? Um, the third episode. So we're recording this on Thursday. So the, they come out on Thursday. So the third episode came out today. Okay. So you're only two episodes behind. Okay. I mean, what you could do is you could just like wait until the season's over and then just like binge watch it all. You know what? I think we might do that and then get like the trial of CBS All Access. Watch right, it all so then on you like just a have weekend. To, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you don't have to like pay every week or pay, you know, for weeks and weeks and weeks and just to for that one show whatever anyway if you're a star trek fan i totally um recommend star trek picard um it's super good and i like the atmosphere and i like patrick stewart and i can't wait for all the you know old uh, characters to show up and have little shenanigans and etc etc and borgs and stuff borks borgs anyway good favorite things good favorite things oh yeah i forgot what mine was for a second but i remember now (laughs) where am i hello where um um really quick before we go i just want to mention that i am now in uh it's 2020 and i added more ram to my computer i had i was working with eight gigs of ram oh my god like it was 2010 you know for like fucking years and now i'm at 16 gigs so I'm like at the minimum that you're supposed to have. And girl, what a difference. Why do I do I've this I've got 32. Honey, so much RAM. But like, you do like video editing and stuff. Like that's yeah. where that really matters. I haven't had a computer below 32 RAM in like years. Uh, what's it like being you? And like, I mean, RAM's cheap. Right. Buy a bucket of RAM. Mm-hmm. Eat Dodge that. RAM. Do- Dodge RAM. Yeah, Dodge girl. Dodge RAM. Is that, a, is that a car? It's a truck. Yeah, okay. You're in Montana. Honey, I don't go outside. Well, congratulations on your RAM. I appreciate it. I appreciate you. Oh, thanks. Um, I appreciate that you're alive. (laughs) You didn't have to find a new co-host. I want to give a shout out real quick to James, the uh, guy who designed our fucking buttons. Our beautiful buttons for our patrons. I got to hang out with him yesterday. He was in D.C. We went and got dessert. Me and Justin met up with him. And so nice. It was super fun. So thanks, Aww. James, for a great time. He got us dessert. Thank you very much. Uh, so yeah, you want to check out his wonderful art? We've I think we've plugged his uh, Twitter and Instagram before, and so you can find him on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/the-show/sam-and-joe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. Check it out, and uh, thanks again, James. You're wonderful. Yeah. Oh, he was wonderful. Gay. Gay. Anyways, I think we're done here. I gotta go. Yeah. Joe's gotta go. You probably gotta poop, don't you? I mean, I just had coffee, so all signs point to yes. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. It's nice to be back. It's nice to be alive. And uh, thanks as usual. And we'll be back next week with a regular episode. And also next week, we will have a bonus episode as well. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. 
Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show samandjoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex P. Alex S. Alexander P. Allison B. Andrew G. Austin D. Ben B. Brat D. Brian H. Carolyn A. Charlotte S. Chris K. Christopher C. Dallas E. David M. Duran C. Devin B. Devoy C. Dylan G. Erica V. Feliciano D. James P. John H. Joshua R. Julian S. Kylon C. Lindsay C. Manny G. Marianne G. J. Matthew B. Maurice W. Nick I. Nikki Q. Pablo F. Rose G. Sandra P. Scott A. Tristan T. And Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. Show.